Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. This is Training Camp Live with Mark Grody and Gabe Ramirez on Sports Radio 670 The Score. Good afternoon, good evening. It is Gabe Ramirez. It is Mark Grody hanging out with you guys for the next hour. Or at least we got Grody for the next hour. You got me until 9 o'clock. Grody, where are you at right now, man? Are you are you flying on a helicopter with, uh, you know, Mr. Hallis or Ms. Kasky or what's going on? <laughs> I missed my ride, actually, ah. with the McCaskies today. Usually, yeah, they are more than willing to pick me up and take me to wherever I need to be. But in this case, I am coming at you live from Hallis Hall in Lake Forest, Bears headquarters, and even more specifically, I am in the NFL Network Studios subsidiary here at Hallis oh, Hall, man. where uh, my friend and yours, who's actually a uh, contributor on the Mully and Haw show, Stacey Dales, usually does her work. But uh, she and I worked out a little deal here, a little timeshare for this room. And the timeshare works like this. If she's not here, I'm allowed to use the room. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's like, and then you, you, you leave a, a, a Giordano's gift card in there. At, but whenever you, whenever you leave, huh? Whatever she needs, man. Whatever <laughs> she great. needs to keep me in here because it's a great room. It gives me a little bit of privacy. And when I want to do the, the podcast, when I record the daily score, okay. I got some cool lighting in here and stuff. I was told, I was told, and this makes sense around any kind of cameras because in here, you know, I'm, I'm like they have NFL Network on here. There are cameras, there is lighting. The one thing that Stacey Dales told me was, Always assume that somebody is listening or watching. So, yeah, absolutely. Okay. Well, I'm glad we get you for the next hour. We got Anthony Heron here as well. Can I can I spend a few minutes? I mean, because listen. I I, I oh talked I talked zero bears. Here. I talked zero bears with Speaks oh, the entire time. We just complained about the socks the, the entire show. Okay. Yeah, oh, so I mean, okay. and I've got we've placed the order because I, I did an Aurelio's read during the show at some point in the last I don't know half hour, forty five minutes or whatever. So it gave me a taste for pizza. The order has been placed, but I got a little time before I pick I it like up. This. So and I like you both. Yeah, you know, there's not a lot of people I like, but. But you happen to be two of the people whose company and conversation I enjoy. Send send uh, send Grody the bill. Just don't, right. don't send it I can to do me. That. Just, just, all, don't don't tell don't tell Mitch. Don't tell oh, Porth. You know I'm just I'm gonna hang out for no, a few no, no. minutes. Get my bears fixed. I'll, I'll send the bill to I'll send the bill to NFL Network. They yeah, got the cover. They got the cameras right. over there. Don't you guys worry about that. Send so, it to yeah. Stacy Dale. She's yeah. good for it. <laughs> Grody. So what? Did oh you yeah, see? she's good for it. Grody, what did you see today, man? In practice, what was what was going on over there? 
Well, first of all, the Bears did practice indoors because of the extreme heat. Smart move all around for the sake of the players and the sake of the media as well. I guess the thing that we saw when we walked into the Walter Payton Center is what we didn't see, and that was around. I'm just guessing because I don't have the exact total, but there were around 20 guys today that did not practice for the Bears. Mm. And, you know, start with, you know, some key key guys. I mean, there's obviously a lot of guys, too, that you probably don't know and that may not make the roster. All due respect to him, but some uh, of those guys. But most notably is that offensive line-wise, Darnell Wright, the right tackle, was not practicing today. He was present. He, he appeared to have some sort of bandage around his right ankle, but I did not notice him walking with a limp. He, you know, he's working with the trainers, walking, doing some work. So it does not appear to be severe, but we have not gotten the full update, which we may get some of tomorrow from Matt Eberflus. Nate Davis was not practicing. Lucas Patrick was not practicing today. Guys like Demarcus Walker and Yannick Ngakwe and Eddie Jackson and Jaquan Brisker not practicing mm. today. One thing that I did notice today was for the second straight day, Tremaine Edmonds, the Bears' top linebacker, was in ramp-up mode. And if you want to see what ramping up is, because I know that's like sort of the buzzword of this camp, ramping up, I did put a photo, uh, a video, I should say, on Twitter, at Mark Grody Sports, of Tremaine Edmonds ramping up. We talked to him afterwards, and uh, you know he sounded like he, he'll be good to go for the, the first preseason game of the year. Anthony, oh, I'm sorry. The first, the first real, the first real game of, of the, the season. Year. Yeah, and I, I I'm yes. trying to think of teams and and what the morale is like after seeing so many injuries mm. to their guys, especially you know you start camp on a high note, everyone's healthy, everyone's feeling good, and then all of a sudden you start to see a series of dominoes fall. And I'm I'm curious, like you mentioned, Tremaine Edmonds, you know, ramping it up, right? But is like. Do you think the, is the morale down, you know, <laughs> up, up, up there and you see things like that? At this point, going into the third preseason game, and especially now with the adjustment they made to the schedule, there's not four games anymore, so it would be multiple weeks to get healthy between that third preseason game and the start of the regular season. But I think part of it depends. You know, if, like Gross talking about, Darnell Wright limping around a little bit, but not viewed as a long-term ailment. If Lucas Patrick and Cody Whitehair and Nate Davis, if those guys are just kind of a little longer in the tooth, we're vets, but we just got to get our bodies right, but everybody's going to be healthy by the regular season, I don't think there would be a lot of concern. Groats, what's what's your sense? Because it feels like it. And Cole Komet, a lot of these, especially offensive injuries, are just piling up, man. How much concern does there seem to be? Yeah, I didn't even mention the Cole Komet. I did not see with my eyes the injury of of Cole Komet. You know, he was carted back, you know, from the Walter Payton Center, carted back to oh, wow. the the facility, which is not not in such a dramatic way necessarily, Gabe, because obviously in any guy that is nicked up in any way, shape, or form, they're not going to make him walk so, back. So kind of kind of like so. my kind of like my father in law when he pulled his hammy at uh, okay. up there at, at Harris. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so not real serious, yeah. but, no. but worthy of a. Yeah, but who knows? We don't know how serious it is. You know, we did request to speak to Matt Eberflus today, but he did not come down because he will speak tomorrow. So, yeah, we don't really know the extent to which these guys are hurting or what they are. I mean, we do know this. We know that Tevin Jenkins, he's the the only guy that Matt Eberflus has changed the prognosis on a little bit. He said that he's gone from day to day to week to week. You know, guess here is that Tevin Jenkins is going to miss at least one game maybe several games as well. 
well. But if we can't, let's go back to um, Tremaine Edmonds really quickly because I just want you guys to hear what how he sounds during his ramp up period and how he is sounding about whether or not he's going to play when when this thing opens up for real. Here's Edmonds. Is it your understanding that you're going to be good for week one? Oh, yeah, I'd be good. <laughs> When we see you in warm-ups and going through drills and stuff and running, are you at full speed there? Are you allowed? Are the coaches saying go full speed? Yeah, I feel good. Like I said, uh, you know, each day I'm taking steps in a positive direction. Uh, what that looks like, I guess, from a different lens. All I can do is tell you that I feel good and I'm in a good space. Yeah, so there's Tremaine Edmonds right there, and that was kind of his demeanor throughout. You know, Big Ant, you brought up the idea, too, that – you know, there are guys that are veterans. This is his sixth year in the league. You mentioned, you know, Nate Davis in that boat, Lucas Patrick as well, maybe even Demarcus Walker and Yannick Ngakwe. And I should, I should point out, there's no sign that Ngakwe has an injury. He is just in getting in football shape mode, so they have gone easy on him. But I do think there is some credence to the idea that a lot of these guys can handle, like if they, if there's any sign of any kind of injury, whether it's minor, and, and you know we are to presume that these are minor. It's like why not keep them out right now? You know something like Tremaine Edmonds, though he had been down for about three weeks. It started to get concerning and a little bit disconcerting as well in his case. But I do think that they're looking at a lot of these guys and saying if there's anything going on, now is the time to keep them down and keep them mending. I was talking to Speaks about this a little bit yesterday. I'm curious for you guys' thoughts where the idea of Justin Fields and, and the offense at large, and when you look at the, the Matt Eberflus era, at least in the preseason, when Justin Fields is on the field, the starting offense is out there with him, the starting offensive line, and that makes all the sense in the world. So with several linemen banged up, but the desire that I feel like a lot of us have to, to get Justin Fields a little bit more preseason work like they did last season what would be your concern level then with like a, a banged up or a patchwork offensive line crew? I'll start with you, Gross. I mean, would you still like to see Justin Fields get into the lineup if you don't have the full complement of the O-line out there? Yeah, I would like to see him still get into the lineup, and I have a feeling he will. I mean, we'll, we might find that out tomorrow. Now, I, I, I should be clear that Matt Eberflus was asked that a, a question in that form directly, and he said, yeah, the, I mean, the health of the offensive line has to be taken into account. But as we saw in you know the Justin Fields' first and only preseason game so far this year, they were very careful with, with their play calling. I mean, the two big plays were passes behind the line of scrimmage and they were deluxe plays as they turned out, but they weren't exactly challenging Justin Fields. And even if it's just that, even if it's Justin Fields handing the ball off, he needs to be out there. I mean, he needs more. I mean, we've seen this training camp throughout, and, and overall, it's been average at best. So I I would definitely like to see him out there in some capacity, yes. I mean, if the, if the thought is having Justin out there is to get some sort of game reps or game, or game, or game speed reps... Mm-hmm. Then the reality is that you might have some some game moments where you got, you got to be running, you know. So put them in the real fire. Yeah, it's a real fire. But I agree with, with Grody a hundred percent. Right. I think that if he were to come out, even if the it was a patchwork offensive line, well, there's just more incentive there to draw plays or call plays, I should say, that have Justin Fields doing a three step drop and, mm-hmm. and a release. 
uh, whether it is a wide receiver screen, hand the ball off, just to get them back, just a, a couple of little quick ones. Hey, man, if, and if the drive works out, then so be it. And if it doesn't, hey, at least you had a couple more snaps before the start of the regular season because I think no one would say that, you know, he is a finished product and just ready to go week one. And yeah, I, and I'll be honest with you. Like, I did not think that today was a, a great day for the offense in general. And I, and I will say that some of that on this day could can be blamed on the volatility of the offensive line and the injuries that, you know, there, there were two projected starters on that offensive line that were out there today. And that was uh, Braxton Jones and Cody Whitehair. So I, I will I will allow some slack to Justin Fields today. But Big Ant, you were going to say. Well, I think that I agree with each of you that I'm comfortable with Justin Fields being out there, and especially Luke Getze, Matt Eberflus, they need to take that into account with the play calling, quick passes, screens, moving the pocket, even if it is a more extended outing for Justin Fields in the starting offense, I would say this. I think all three of us will have microphones in our faces if someone goes out there. Like if if DJ Moore is in the lineup as well and like he messes up his ankle, if Justin Fields takes a hit below the knee like we saw him in the practice against the Colts. If something goes awry, if he plays in the game and his whole offensive line isn't there, there will be plenty of voices, some of them probably at this station, who will criticize the decision Why did he play? if something goes wrong afterwards. So I think it's important to first guess that and say, like, if this is your position right now, it should still be our position afterwards. <laughs> if we support them playing in the game, then we can't let the results of them yeah. playing in the game dictate how we react to it on the back end. And I think that's completely fair. I think that, you know, if he gets hurt, you know, then, yeah, okay, we'll own it. But I think that <laughs> I think when you're looking at, the overall development of Justin Fields and what needs to happen, he needs to have as many snaps as possible. And, you know, you talked a lot about that last year, Ant, about how many games he's played and mm-hmm. how many you give a particular quarterback in order to really have a fair uh, evaluation of him and, and his talent level. But that, that has to do with snaps too, right? And I think yeah. you know, we all want to see Justin Fields looking as comfortable as possible. And, Groats, I know you would agree we, that comes from repetition. A hundred percent. And we did get a chance to speak to Andrew Janoco, who is a key guy. He is the quarterback's coach. He is the one that is, he and Luke Getz are the ones that are closest to Justin Fields. And let me play this progress report for you guys from Andrew Janoco on Justin Fields. Can you give us an idea of what specific things you'd like Justin Fields to work on before the season starts? I mean, it's all been the same since we've been here. His timing, his rhythm, his um, you know his movement within the offense, and and being able to push the ball downfield with accuracy. That's everything we said since the beginning. Is we're we're just going to keep building on and everything we've said and wanted to do since day one. Do you notice Justin kind of reading and reacting quicker now that he's more familiar with this system and has a firm grasp on it? Oh, absolutely. I think you've seen, I've seen, think you've seen him progress. Um, you know, you guys have been in practice every day. I think you've seen uh, a significant difference in where we were last year, and we just have to keep going and, and reaching for better every single day. Okay. You know what, Gabe? I think that that part right there at the end. I say I figured you'd kind of like that that final ten seconds of Andrew Janoco because he is saying there's been progress that he is better in this camp than he was in last year's camp. And I just point to you, Gabe, because I know that you have been willing to say and several times that you and I have discussed Justin Fields. Incremental progress is what you're yeah. looking for, and that's what, that's what everybody should want. Like, don't. Don't 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 you don't if you're playing the grand prize game on WGN with the, with Bozo the clown, 
You don't go Bring straight to Bring on that to bike, man. Yeah, you don't go to eight. Crisp, you gotta clean, go one, two, three, four, five, six. dollar bill. <laughs> <laughs> now, I remember when it was fifty before it was a hundred. Eventually, they upgraded uh, to the crisp clean one hundred dollar bill. Yeah, it took a minute, it. but they got Come on, there. Fraser, dig into that wallet, Fraser Thomas. Jesus. <laughs> so, incremental progress. That's what we want from Justin Fields, and I think that's that's okay. And I think, you know, I think where we go wrong as fans is 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 wanting Justin Fields to be there right now. And I don't think anyone expected for the Bears to be in playoff contention at this point in in this trajectory that they're on. And I, I would I would assume that, if again, incremental growth from Justin Fields would then lead to that expectation next year, right, to hold them accountable for, for that next year, to hold Eberflus, to hold Alvin Williams, Alvin Williams like that, those kinds of people in those spaces. But – I mean, but that's not what the reality is. People want it right now, and I think that you know we're, we're going to be able to see what that looks like, whether it's with a full offensive line or a partial one, because that's something else that I've been saying is that the Bears are one injury away from having last year's <laughs> offensive line, and I and, and it's unfortunate that we're here right now because that's exactly what it sounds like. And I would let me respond real quick because I'm I'm going to head out in a minute so I can get the pizza and get home for dinner and all that. <laughs> Smart but just looking at the text line real quick, there's a couple of folks who have concerns mm-hmm. basically saying, like, you know, is Justin Fields going to turn into another Terrell Pryor because he's an Ohio State QB? That's from the 815. No, Justin Fields is always going to be a quarterback. Terrell Pryor never had the throwing motion that Justin Fields does. He was an exceptional athlete. He was a very large quarterback at Ohio State. Completely different coaching staff, completely different offensive system. So just the institution, just the university – that he plays at, the, the comparison between the two needs to go far beyond that. If you're going to say, I'm worried about Justin Fields being that guy who played at that institution over a decade before he did. Uh, there's another 815 texter uh, saying that your coach, uh, saying that your main coach, saying that you still have to work on the same things, that they find that damning, not encouraging. The thing is, mm-hmm. when you're a young football player, when you're an athlete of any kind, you do need to continue honing your skills. You want to continue, like Gabe used the term, incremental improvement. And so to continue to say we're going to work on the quick game, we're going to work on continuing to make sure that not only is he processing things quickly, but actually getting it to be muscle memory where all the reads mean it immediately comes out of his hands on time, that's not something that you just immediately you know, remove from the conversation about trying to improve as a football player. Braxton Jones as an offensive tackle, working on the techniques of handling the power rush better with the post leg, making sure the inside move isn't going to get there, with setting his anchor down, with the inside hand placement to replace leverage against pass rushers. All those things will continue to be a process that football players, that athletes competing at all levels continue to work on to get better at their craft. So just because you've made it to the pros or just because you're going into your second year in the system doesn't mean you're not going to continue working at those same exact things over and over again. Even Tremaine Edmonds, they're going to run the same tackling drills in November that they're running right now, working on pursuit angles, working on dropping your hips, working on getting your head across, working on hawk tackling and, and getting a, mm-hmm. you know your, your arms around the hips. All those things need to continue to be part of the process. So there is never a point. I mean, maybe Aaron Rodgers, as they're talking about it on Hard Knocks, where he's basically like quarterback slash head coach slash offensive coordinator slash team owner. Right. That's one thing to get to that point in your career. But there's no reason to be concerned that coaches are talking about as Justin Fields enters his third year in the NFL, that they're saying we're going to continue working on. We are already continuing to work on the same things because there is rarely a point 
where a quarterback is just this finished product, especially not in his third season. So don't overanalyze that aspect of a coach or a player saying that, yes, there's one thing I heard myself say or that you heard me say months ago or last season or at the start of training camp that continues to be a focal point of improvement right now because there's no reason to expect any of these guys are finished products already. Yeah, we want them to be fine, finely tuned instruments. But and with that, yeah, gone. that takes a little bit. Speaking of <laughs> finely tuned Take your ass to go get that. <laughs> go get that pizza. Yeah. <laughs> there he goes. Be. There goes Big Ant Heron. What a good guy. I Dan, know. Big Ant, thanks for coming. Thanks for jumping. I love yeah. it when people just want to jump on. You know, Big Ant, he'll call every once in a while. Yeah. So that's that's pretty cool. He man. didn't order such, he, a, he such didn't, a good Anthony Heron. It is. He didn't. He didn't uh, order us any pizza, but still a good Anthony Heron nonetheless. To hang out. Hey man, with. we keep getting ripped off, Gabe. It's like we don't get pizza. We did not get invited to Las Vegas, but you know what? We have each Bummed other, about and that. that's what counts. You do. You're right, Brady. I bought pizza I for the guys yesterday. You guys missed it. We uh, was because we did a little ten to two session, ten to two a.m. And I felt oh, like, wow. you know, yeah, and I'm bummed that, that you didn't call. You didn't call in or anything. I Wait a minute, sure. what were you doing? You were on the air last night, ten p.m. to two a.m. Ten p.m. to two a.m. I was doing all oh, because uh, of the sock stuff. Because of Kenny Williams and Rick Hahn. Yeah, oh, so, I gotcha. So yeah, yeah, there he was. Grody was sleeping at that point. But yeah, we, I got some pizza for the crew, man. It was Alex Kuhn, Sean Sears, the little overtime Shady Sears. Oh, that's fun so, though, man. You know, I actually love that kind of stuff. Those impromptu yeah. shows. I've done. I've done my fair share of those. Those are fun, man. Yeah, and then we had a little meditation session afterwards at two o'clock. It was great. <laughs> All right, we're going to talk heal, more. Heal yourself. <laughs> yeah, it was just our bodies was just killing us. All right, uh, more Bears discussion on the way, and I am curious about still about. I'm curious about what the what what the mood was in practice. You know, with, with all the injuries there, what was what was Eberflus looking like today? Grody will give us the answer. On the other side, it's training camp live. It's Mark Grody. It's Gabe Ramirez. It's six seven. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. 
Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. The score. We're back with Training Camp Live with Mark Grody and Gabe Ramirez on Sports Radio 670 The Score. We are weeks away from the Chicago Bears' first regular season game, but that doesn't mean we can't stay up to date with what's happening at training camp. That's why we have Mark Grody here to answer all our questions. Groats, after last weekend's game, all anybody was able to talk about was Agent Bajan. <laughs> I, I I got word from his camp. That's that's what that's what he's called now. Agent Bajan. Oh, from his camp. Oh, did you get receive a text message too um, from the camp? I just you know I have sources too. <laughs> you know what I mean? I got sources okay. too. We, I think we've all received that text, by the way. Agent Bajan. But anyway, <laughs> Agent Bajan. Agent Bajan. <laughs> Agent I like Bajan. it. I like it. Tyson um, Bajan, the Bears' backup quarterback. Yes. yes. Uh but so to talk to me about what what first of all talk to me about what people that are up there covering the Bears, what, what's been their reaction to Agent Bajant and his performance on Saturday? Yeah, I mean, I think everybody is impressed. It's, it, as usual, it's difficult to get football coaches to just, you know, they're not prone to hyperbole necessarily when it comes to backup quarterbacks and saying that they're, you know, there's nobody out here that's saying, oh, yeah, Tyson Bajan has got it. This guy is going to be promoted quickly, and he's a natural, and look out for, for Tyson Bajan. What has happened, though, what you could hear in their voices, is that Tyson Bajan has opened eyes. He has opened eyes, including my own. You know, I was definitely ready to discount the guy who I perceive to be the fourth string quarterback behind PJ Walker and Nathan Peterman and obviously Justin Fields. And I think that's something that, you know, I did in part because we've seen this story before so many times. If you either have covered the Bears and have been a fan of the Bears, and I have been both at different times in my life, and I have seen this act before with guys that look like looked the part and then they weren't the part. But just because of that I'm not going to say that Tyson Bajan doesn't have it. We'll follow the story, and we'll see what happens. Now, I want you to, Gabe Ramirez, to – I have come up with who I think the Bears' QB2, the Bears' primary backup quarterback, will be this season. And and it was based on what the Bears' offensive coordinator, Luke Getze, was saying here at Hallis Hall today. So – I want you to listen to Getsy, and I want to hear your answer first, Gabe, and then I'll tell you what mine is. This is specifically Luke Getsy on evaluating the backup quarter job, quarterback job, Tyson Bajan versus P.J. Walker, on what he looks for in terms of a good backup quarterback. It's definitely an accumulation of a lot of things, right? I don't think there's any way you can ignore someone's past and not value what's going on in, in, in the present as well. Because experience is something that you can't, uh, uh, there's no substitute for that. So all of that's really important. But I think in the end, you know, it, what's most important is that 
you're you're playing at the you know at your best when your best is needed. And so right now we're in this phase of training camp, and and we're evaluating this probably the most. And we'll but we'll always lean and reflect on uh, you know a guy's past as well, experience or lack thereof. Mm. What do you think, Gabe? Yeah, I think when I hear something like that, it sounds very much like we are not taking into consideration what like we're super evaluating in the present like you're put in a situation can you rise to the occasion and trying to see who who rises to that occasion and then when he talks about at least this is my interpretation when he talks about Mm -hmm. the past you know i think he's trying to say like you cannot discredit what bajant has done in his college career and say Mm, and say that it's there's no value there right so in saying (laughs) I'm going to look at what you've done in the past, you know, whether it's you know experience or not. So, you know, you're looking at P.J. Walker and his 4-3 and three record in the NFL and the fact that he has competed at that level, but you're also looking at Tyson Bajan and saying, well, damn, he's thrown a bajillion passes for a bajillion touchdowns for a bajillion yards, and, you know, he's done it consistently. So but tell me what you think. Tell me what's on your mind when you hear this. Yeah, and just to add a point to your point, which was a really good one, that and also, you can't ignore what Tyson Bajan did on that touchdown drive. And 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 even Luke Getze today said, look, it was one touchdown drive. But you, you have to look at it. What I heard, though, was P.J. Walker is going to be the backup. Because I heard, and, and we got to hear him expand on this, too. So that informs some of my opinion as well. That, he, that experience, I heard the word experience a couple of times. And that was part of the question, too that experience plays a big part that look Tyson Bajan has looked very good but when it's lights camera action and it is absolutely full speed and first stringers want a piece of you I still believe that PJ Walker at this moment is the quarterback that is more prepared to handle what is going to hit him or both of them at this level I mean we're talking about you know any moment obviously the backup can go into a game is as ready as Tyson Bajan has looked to come in in those spots in the preseason I don't think it's realistic to think that he's just ready lights camera action to put him in a game in a season in which the Bears are expected to try to win this is last year then it's a different story is it because the Bears were not expecting to win last year they lost 10 straight games so I heard experience, and I think that that's important. I also think that you need that, you know, because the the backup is going to be a big part of, you know, I know this from being on the sidelines the last six years and, you know, watching those huddles and seeing who's a part of them. Some of the guys that are in the ear of the starting quarterback more than anybody else is quarterback too. It is that guy that is going to be in his ear and is going to be needing to give wisdom and experience. So to me, based on that, not because P.J. Walker has outplayed Tyson Bajan, but because P.J. Walker has seen enough at the NFL level to be a guy who is not going to let not going to be freaked out when he has to go into a game yeah if you go back and watch some of Bajan's plays I mean even when he got sacked it looked very much like a rookie quarterback that was frazzled in a moment and we've seen that we've seen that from quarterbacks that we've had on the Chicago Bears that are inexperienced and you know when they 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 rather tuck the ball than take an opportunity which is something that we welcome here don't you know turn the ball over but we, we know what that sack actually looks like, and you've seen some moments like that. So, I mean, it's a, it's a cool storyline. It's something, obviously, that we can talk about here 
you know, what that second and third string looks like for the Chicago Bears. But I think ultimately they brought in P.J. Walker for a reason. They gave him $2 million this first year for a reason, and it's because they felt confident that he can get the job done, and, and here we are. Yeah, and I'll tell you what, they haven't really backed off. And, and again, it's we can't give too many details. We're at that point in practice. I mean, people should know that we can't reveal everything that goes on in practice like we did during training camp. The rules are that when there is a public audience there, they allow us to, if we want to do play-by-play, we can do play-by-play because the fans are there and it wouldn't really be fair to the media if the fans could tell you stuff, but we can't. So I have to be a little guarded in what I'm saying, but it does appear in watching the practices the last two days that P.J. Walker has not exactly taken a back seat to Tyson Bajan. Yeah, and I don't think he should. I mean, in the, in the moment, right? I mean, they're going to get another opportunity, right, Groats? I mean, Saturday's going to be, yeah, a, a, absolutely. It's going to be a game where they're going to be playing – all three of them are going to play. P.J. Walker, Peterman, maybe, maybe even all four of them, right, if, if Justin Fields gets in there for, for a series or two. Um, what do you think about the, the, the fate of Nate Peterman? Try to make it rhyme. <laughs> that's, that's a great question. I mean, I think he is, at this point, I think he's very vulnerable, very vulnerable to being not a part of the 53-man roster. We are going to find, as a matter of fact, what's today? Today is Wednesday. We're going to find out on Tuesday. Tuesday is when that roster will read 53 men on the Chicago Bears roster. And, and th- this, you know, we always talk about what does a preseason game mean this might tell us about the fate of Nathan Peterman with the Chicago Bears. And if Tyson Bagent continues to impress him, if he has continued to impress him in this week of practice, and he continues to look competent and confident in this game, then, yeah, I, I definitely could see a scenario where Nathan Peterman is cut from this team. Now, I will say, to Nathan Peterman's credit, that the, what was it, a 35-yard pass to Doris Fountain yeah, yeah. in that game where he rolled. You saw it, man. You were doing the post game where yeah. he rolls he rolls right and he flings it down the field in the end zone to, to uh, Doris Fountain. That was maybe the best pass we've seen in the preseason. For the matter of fact, I don't think I've seen a better pass in the preseason than Nathan Peterman's 30-something yard pass to Doris Fountain. Yeah, that, that's Groats, definitely in for whatever it's worth category. I was going to say, it's kind of like, you know, when that guy who's on the fringe and he catches that one, like gets an interception and you're like, oh, he solidified his spot there. <laughs> yeah, and then he gets yeah. cut the next day. And you're right, like, right. <laughs> well, it's like, uh, quite frankly, it's like Doris Fountain. Doris yeah, Fountain yeah, right. had 80-some yards in that game, and he's my guy, but I bet Doris Fountain is going to get cut. So to your point, that's that's a great example with both of those guys. He's Mark Grody. I'm Gabe Ramirez. This is Training Camp Live. We're going to be hanging out till 7 o'clock talking about nothing but bears. Then I hang out with you guys till 9 o'clock uh, to you know just give you some socks and some, some Cub stuff. Got some other guests we're going to be joining the show. Um, but we are excited. Saturday of another game, Bears – um, with their third preseason f- uh, finale right before they start the season. And it's going to be a good one. All right, so we're going to talk more uh, Bears on the way. We'll talk about maybe some people, more people who we think are going to get cut from this Bears team. Of course, the final roster needs to be determined August 29th, 3 p.m. Central time is when they'll be making the cut. So more than likely going to be an extremely active day for the Chicago Bears as they'll still have first dibs on anybody that's cut. Right, Groats? 
Exactly. Yeah, they are at the the top of the waiver wire list. Remember, the Bears had and traded the number one overall pick. So yes, when those players float through and they are released or cut or waived injured, whatever the case may be, yes, you are correct. The Bears will have the number one pick in that regard as well. All right, we're talking cuts. We're talking Bears. We're doing it all after this. It's Training Camp Live with Mark Grody, Gabe Ramirez, here on Chicago Sports Radio 670, The Score. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. We're back with Training Camp Live with Mark Grody and Gabe Ramirez on Sports Radio 670 The Score. Grody, since teams don't have to break down their rosters to 53 men until August 29th, whereas in years past they had to do it you know, after every uh, game, yeah. do, you, do you think it's making a difference? Like, are there, Is there somebody that's gotten an extra couple of weeks that you think all of a sudden now has made a way onto the 53-man roster? I mean, what I was just thinking about was with all of these injuries that have existed for the Bears, it's probably good that they've been able to keep the extra bodies around for training camp. And obviously they would have been replaceable. But yeah, no, I think that that's a fair point that with guys sticking to the roster, they get a little bit of a longer say. I would say generally speaking, though, you're getting down to the point where regardless of what some of these guys do, they probably, you know, have already been identified as guys that don't have a chance to make the, I mean, we mentioned one of those guys in, in Dory's fountain, unless I'm completely missing something that, you know, guys like that, that they know just aren't going to make the team, you know, some of the, the positions that we had been talking about, like that defensive end spot and what, you know, Terrell Lewis has done. And I asked Terrell Lewis straight up yesterday. I said, do you think you've done enough at this point? that you're a lock for the roster. And he said straight up, yes, but he's been around too long to, you know, and he's three years previous to this, been around long enough to know that anything can still happen. But again, with the injuries and Yannick Ngakwe not practicing today and still in ramp-up mode and, you know, Travis Gibson being kind of iffy as well in terms of whether he is or not he is going to make the roster. And Demarcus Walker, another one of those guys that didn't practice today. It's hard to have the conversation of the guys that we have been discussing that are on the bubble. How about even like Lucas Patrick, who in Indianapolis, I think it might have been with you, I was speaking out loud, you know, looking at Lucas Patrick and saying, this doesn't look like a guy who's going to put a uniform on anytime soon. Could he be vulnerable <laughs> to the cut? And now all of a sudden, he's the starting freaking center. And by the way, he didn't practice today. Ah, that offensive line, Grody, telling you I'm worried yeah. about it. It's, 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 it's one thing to add a piece and sign a, a, you know, 
I don't want to say enough. I don't want to use the word fringe again, but sign another fringe, you know, guard, and then assume that your your troubles are are have gone away now. Oh man! Well, here's the good news, Gabe. Definite air quotes. Good news for you and for me, because you know I'm turning into a, a little bit of a of a gambler myself I at like times. This. I like this. I like where this Hit is going. Hit the over on Justin Fields rushing yards <laughs> going into the season <laughs> with this offensive line like that. <laughs> hey, speaking of running, here another guy too that we finally got to speak to today. I don't have any audio handy of him at this very moment, but Deontay Foreman. Finally, yeah. yeah know, what's up with what's up with all today. these people talking about he might get cut? Come on. Well, well, yeah. I think it was um, actually our colleague um, Dan Weederer who brought that up as a possibility in terms of it being a numbers game, just because of of Roshan Johnson and his emergence and the Bears' seeming want to for him to accelerate and perhaps be promoted, just because you know he's he's their draft pick and all. Um, but yeah, I don't. I don't see it. I don't think it's going to happen, but I did think it was an interesting thought from, from Weedsy. And I, I guess other, I guess you said other people have said that as well. Um, but I don't at this point, especially since he was front and center today, and it doesn't always mean anything in terms of people speaking to us. I do think that he starts the season with the bears as well, especially because we haven't seen Tristan Ebner since that first preseason game when unfortunately he got hurt. And I already thought that he was in trouble of potentially making this roster too. Yeah. That Travis Homer. I mean, you know, guys, they're, they're deep. Travis Homer. Yeah. yeah. Travis Homer. They're deep in that running back room. So, I mean, I just, I still feel like you need a, a presence and, and Deontay Foreman, you know, is that presence. And if you didn't have him, you know, banking on a Roshan Johnson to be, you know, your secondary back along with, you know, guys we mentioned, Travis Ebner, we, no one saw anything that you felt like you could point to and be like, oh, okay, well, you're the, you're the guy next year. You're certainly on the roster next year. I don't think he, he made that kind of, left that kind of impression. But I, it'd be good to see that, and I'm glad that he was able to speak to some people because he, felt, he looked like he was running with a purpose last Saturday. Didn't you feel that way? Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, no doubt. I didn't think his production was particularly good, but he was getting the the big opportunity for sure. I mean, they're taking a long look at him, and I guess you could look at that as either good or bad, as you know, especially at the running back position. If they're making you vulnerable in a preseason game, that obviously means that they want to see more from you, and obviously you have to field running backs. I'll say this, and I hate saying stuff like this because, because you know, some it. I don't know if this is even really humanly possible, depending on who you talk to, but Khalil Herbert, he looks faster to me. He looks faster Ooh. to me. And not not just in the the game where he had the big burst on the on the catch and run, but just it just it actually caught my eye today watching Khalil Herbert. Because one of the one of the advantages, I guess, of of when they're just because they weren't full pads today, they were just in you know helmets and shorts basically. One of the things that they do when it's when it's touch is a lot of times you'll see the receiver or the ball carrier run the play through. They like to see that it's part of the fast practice. Like run the like yeah you've been tackled you've been touched to end touch out here run the end zone still and just watching Khalil Herbert sprint to the end zone. It just really caught my attention today. I'm like, you know, sometimes we don't really think about 
Herbert's speed. And it's justified because there were a couple times last year where Herbert had big runs and he was caught from behind. Mm. Not necessarily shaming that because, look, I mean, cornerbacks and safeties are some of the fastest athletes out there on the field, too. So it's understandable. But I can tell you from speaking to Khalil Herbert, you know, just off to the side and stuff like that, he, he, the only time I ever saw him angry was talking about getting caught from behind. And he did say, he did say that he worked on his long speed with a trainer this year. And maybe I'm just projecting because I have that information in the back of my head. I'm thinking, all right, let's see if he's faster. Oh yeah, he's faster. But it genuinely caught me today. I wasn't looking for it today. I watched him sprint into the end zone after he had been touched. And he just, he looked like a faster running back to me. I love it, and I, I hope we get to see him play a little bit on Saturday. I know all of us are going to be watching it. I'll have your post-game coverage here on 670 The Score starting at 3 o'clock, so make sure you guys are here for that uh, as well. Grody, always a pleasure talking to you. I know you had a long-ass day, so get some rest, brother. Always good to talk to you, Gabe. We'll see you next time. And then friend. make sure you check out Grody's podcast tomorrow. Grody, tell them about it. What time yeah, does it drop man. every morning? Yeah, every morning. The Daily Score, it drops at about 7 a.m. or so. My uh, producer extraordinaire, Ray Diaz, also the executive producer of the Bernstein at Home show, always gets it going at about 7 a.m. And then uh, I will retweet it and post it on my Twitter and Facebook and Instagram as well. We've been doing mostly bear shows, and that's the way it's going to be throughout this season because why not? Because I'm out here at Hallis Hall every day, <laughs> and I know how interested everybody listening is in the Bears. So check it out tomorrow. There will be another Bears episode of the Daily Score and wherever you get your podcasts, as we always say. One that we most certainly cannot miss. Mark Grody, appreciate you as always. Love you, man. See ya. See you later. Mark Grody, make sure you follow him at Mark Grody Sports. Uh, he'll be hanging out 6 o'clock all week. Uh, giving us some training camp live coverage. And let me see, tomorrow's the 24th. So, yeah, Grody and I will be on the Odyssey app tomorrow, 6 o'clock, so make sure you guys get that as well. All right, Bruce Levine hanging out with us in the 7 o'clock hour. Uh, But we do get a chance to talk about some Cubs and some White Sox. How did they do in their games today? We'll discuss after the break. It's Gabe Ramirez right here, hanging out till 9 o'clock on 670 The Score. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. 
Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Auto Parts.